0: Thanks for joining us today here on the Speaking for Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt with you on this Friday alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. It's another Friday and I'm grateful to be here. You know, right about this time, uh, many people are, if they haven't already, uh, getting their senior pictures done. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that that's a big deal to graduating seniors and usually... Right about the beginning of their junior year, they're starting to look at those things. And I have with us in the studio someone who may just be able to help you with that, among other things. I am privileged to welcome in my good friend and uh, brother in Christ, Bob Pearson Jr., who I also attend church with. It's good to have you here, Bob. Well, thank you very
1: much, Andrew. I just wanted to say real quick, I met Andrew maybe 10 years ago, uh, 15 years ago. And in the last three or four years, he's been an encouragement to me, but I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> so we, uh, so it's a good thing, and I enjoy Andrew. And uh, we, we pray for each other, which is a good thing. And uh, i just like to start out uh, that uh, I'm Pearson Photography. I got laid off in 2007. Uh, I did not know what to do. I always enjoyed photography. I took it when I was um, in eighteen or 1980. Oh, wow. So um, things have changed. And I had noticed something with my photography. Probably uh, through the years, if I can backtrack here just a little bit. Oh, sure. Um, I was born in a Christian family. I accepted Christ when I was six years old. Uh, I had assurance of salvation when I was 12. I was baptized when I was 14. And I decided to walk away from it when I was 16. As far as I could run, as hard as I could run, I was always miserable. And I, I hate to say how many years I tried running, but when I stopped running... I thought I had to run back, but when I turned around, Christ was right there to take me in his arms. Well, I, um, I had several jobs. I got away from the photography. I got away from the Lord. Um, and he started calling me back a little at a time, twisting me by the ear. Um, I got laid off in 2007. I became uh, quite bitter about it because I just it was a nice job and I just wanted to to cruise but something kind of strange happened when I was doing my photography work that every time I went in to the field I'd make the photograph of a bird or something for a customer it became a biblical devotional um I'd leave I'd be thinking about God and his word and uh so I my desire is to somehow translate it in to uh, show God's handiwork, and to how he could witness to somebody, maybe more than just a flower and a verse. I understand that picture, but maybe uh, some way through my photography, I can glorify God.
0: Well, that's that's great, Bob, and and we really want to uh, bring a spotlight as speaking for him to businesses that are uh, Christian in origin because uh, we want to support each other, and especially with uh, many high-profile businesses, they get high profile, and then they support people or organizations of questionable morals. So it's good to be able to recommend somebody uh, who's Christian who I know is not affiliated with any of that. And uh, so how long have you been officially in business as Pearson Photography?
1: Well, 2007, and now it's 2013.
0: It's eight years already? Eight years already. Well, uh, that's, yeah, something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, what type of services do you offer?
1: Well, I freelance um, nature photography. I offer slideshows, as you say, for graduation if a, a child has a sporting event. Um, let's say they're into baseball, I do a slideshow for them for open houses. Um, I do special needs photography um, for uh, handicapped people. And I'd, I'd requests like, people want pictures all around their living room of their favorite dogs or their horses, things like that.
0: So you, you basically do a little bit of everything.
1: Yeah, everything. that.
0: Okay, Um. how can we get in touch with you if we would like to discuss... Um you, you doing photos for us. Well yeah, you our can, listeners.
1: My email is Pearson Photo twenty two at gmail That's Pearson Photo twenty two at gmail Or you can go to uh Robert Pearson at fine art america.
0: Okay, and you have a Facebook page, is that correct?
1: Yes, I do. That's Robert Pearson, just plain Robert Pearson. So we gotta go gotta go over and like you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And
0: then but you have a Pearson photography page as well. Yes, right? I have I have several
1: different bracketed groups. I have a high school I'm working for right now. And then I have uh just uh general pictures of ducks and uh and uh flowers and nature and things for customers to pick up.
0: But if, yeah, if you if you get in on Facebook and you find robert on facebook you'll be able to see some samples of his work and then he'll be able to let you know how more specifically he can help you if you contact him now um one of the things i wanted to talk to you about when i first approached you about this interview was you witnessed something pretty amazing at a sporting event at which you were taking pictures in december Um, without going into too much detail perhaps but just Give us a little bit of a synopsis of what happened that night and why it was so meaningful to you.
1: Well, if you could picture, it's almost Christmas vacation for the kids. I'm taking pictures of basketball under the basket. Three minutes or so left in the game, or in the first half. Mm -hmm. And I seen this done on YouTube as a joke. But I had maybe 100 to 150 students. Break out into "O holy night in perfect pitch, perfect harmony. As I put the camera, I couldn't hold back the tears. The basketball players, they stopped. The man with the ball just dribbled. The referees went limp. The coaches went limp. I I looked down kind of in embarrassment to wipe my tears, and I look, and there's people weeping. And it was like the Holy Spirit came upon that gym for a minute and a half and was going to state the fact that the Lord Jesus Christ was born here on earth and nobody was going to forget it. And as quick as it left or came, it was gone. And it was an amazing. Was wow. Amazing. And
0: that was right there
1: during the game, right? in the gymnasium, the game, right during the uh, gymnasium, right during the game. And, uh, they started weaving back and forth, and they sang it. You know, now only only God can put 120 voices together. The to sound the way they did. It was it just. I was I was gasping for breath. Almost. <laughs> that's that's so cool.
0: It is. I mean, I was I was blown away um, by the story. And every once in a while, God will do that. He will um, show you what you should have known all along, which is that He's here. He's active and he is waiting to work. Um, and I think, uh, you know, he's not going to be silent. I I, I think of um, the, the story that Jesus said when he went into Israel, when he went into Jerusalem on a donkey uh, for his triumphal entry, he said, if the people don't praise me, even the stones can cry out. And, One way or another, uh, God is going to be glorified. Uh, I think of uh, within the last few months, right around Easter time this year, um, Roma Downey and Mark Brunette did a mini-series of the Bible on the History Channel. And that show, um, despite um, certain issues that certain people may have with it, it shared the gospel straight out of John chapter 3 that in order to be saved, you must be born again, not of water, but of the Spirit of God. And it's just amazing that that can be a national televised TV show, and God can be brought honor. And it's just amazing that God is not dead. He's alive. And so I thank you for sharing that uh, story with us, Bob. Do you have any questions, Adam? Yeah, you know, I... Always like to know what people's like favorite Bible verses are. You can always okay. tell where you know someone is like in their life and the motivation where they're coming from with that favorite Bible verse. Do you have one that you would like to share with us today?
1: But God demonstrates his own love toward us, and while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans five eight. Um I was I was blessed enough to be in a Christian family who put God before me when I was young. But uh, they had to keep putting it before me mm-hmm. until I understood my condition. Um, and God did all this for me. Um, I didn't want him to, but I'm so glad he did now.
0: That's awesome. And, you know, that that's such a great verse, too, because, I mean, if you if you really want to get in and know the depth of the love that God has for us, that verse right there, that, that says it all, right there out of Romans. Absolutely. It can't get any clearer than that. So my final challenge to you, my listener today, is what have you done with Jesus Christ? Uh, Bob talked about how he did some running, and he regrets it today. I've done some running. I spent nine years uh, running away from the calling that God had for me. And the one thing that I realized as I've gone through this is that the minute you open your mouth to argue with God— Um, you already lost because he has the answers before you even form the question. So I would encourage you to this weekend to rededicate yourself to the Lord. If you've strayed, he's waiting. As Bob said, just turn around and he'll be there. Um, And with that, I just want to say to you, uh, have a great weekend and uh, embrace life because Jesus said he's come to give it to you more abundantly. And as always... Keep serving the best of masters.